From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, August 17th. I'm Sarah Reich. With Mendocino County first in the state for overdose deaths, local governments, hospitals, and nonprofit organizations are working to ramp up their treatment offerings. Tomorrow at 6 p.m., we'll hear a half-hour special from providers around the county about what's available, but today we'll hear from the Ford Street Project, which offers a variety of inpatient and outpatient services in Ukiah. Clover Martin is the treatment services coordinator. So we provide a social model detox, uh, which is licensed by the state, a residential treatment program, and an outpatient treatment program, both also licensed by the state. Sober Living, we also provide, uh, which is not a state-licensed program anywhere. Ford Street also runs the Community Food Bank and a project called Unity Village for unhoused families. Near the end of July, Executive Director Jackie Williams spoke during public comment at a Board of Supervisors meeting to ask them to consider her request for $4 million from the Measure B tax initiative to fund an expansion in addiction treatment programs. She's gotten some state money for part of it. I'm pleased and grateful that we received um, behavioral health funding from the Department of Healthcare Services, over $3 million to build a new treatment pavilion on our existing uh, property. And we've also s- submitted a request for proposal to build a 24-bed sober living a dormitory at the same site. And with the request for proposal went to the Measure B committee. Martin says she thinks some services will be doubled or even tripled if the new building can be funded. The existing sober living building would be repurposed to expand our withdrawal management services, our detox services. So currently we have six detox beds. With that expansion, it would go up to 18. And currently we have 34 residential beds. And with the expansion, it would go up to 44. And we would also increase our outpatient services, which right now we can um, have about 15 in outpatient, and it would double that also. So outpatient is kind of like it sounds. They live at home, and then they um, come three to four days a week for a group or an appointment with a counselor. Williams hopes to get an answer by the end of this month about her proposal for the Measure B funds. The full Measure B committee has 11 members who vote on recommendations to the Board of Supervisors about how to spend the money from the tax initiative. Their recommendations are not binding. Committee member Shannon Riley, who is also the deputy city manager for the city of Ukiah, is one supporter of Williams's request. In the original ordinance for Measure B, it specifically states that the funds should be used for addiction support and services. And so Unfortunately, while Measure B has done a lot of really good, really important work, no funds, to my knowledge, have been spent on substance abuse prevention or treatment. And I think that's a tragedy. We're spending the bulk of Measure B funds on services for people who are well into mental illness at the you know, these are longer term treatments and things like that. All of those are really, really important, but it's also critically important that we try to prevent people from needing those services in the first place. And if we can treat addiction at its earlier stages and using successful programs like New Life and Ford Street, then maybe we don't need to build so many facilities down the road. And is $4 million the full amount that you would need to build this other facility? It's 4.1, but yes, that will get us where 
the construction and the site development is complete um, in that the site uh, that we're building the new construction on does need water, sewer, power. It's, it's completely unimproved land, so there's a little higher cost with that. And it looks like it's in the, the Ore Creek Brush Street Triangle? It's funny. We have a, if, if you're familiar with the old Buddy Eller site or where the Ukiah Recovery Center is today off Brush Street, there's a pie shape piece of property behind that that is pie shaped because of the creek. And that's the, the property that we're adding the new construction to. And you own that property? Yes. And there's another source of, of money for addressing the opioid crisis, which is the settlement funds from a variety of settlements. Um, what's your understanding of the availability of that money? We are early days when we were trying to put our request together, we asked um, the county for uh, guidance or we asked how the determinations on how the opioid settlement money that will come to the county uh, will be utilized and we're told that those those things had not been determined yet. And so um, in one of my requests, we had backed off the $4.1 million, hoping that we would be able to apply for opioid settlement money as well, but we never heard uh, what the plans are for that. So um, I, I'm assuming that those things are still in motion of being put together. A county press release dated August 4th says the Board of Supervisors will be working with Dr. Janine Miller, Director of the Behavioral Health and Recovery Services, to determine the highest and best use of the abatement funds for opioid remediation activities in our county. The county has currently received $1.4 million, a small portion of the initial settlement. There's a long list of needs that have been incurred as a result of the opioid epidemic. Williams thinks the settlement provides another kind of opportunity, too. It's important that we as a community agree on what our priority will be because this money was going to continue to come in for 18 years. And so this is a chance to really um, deploy some strategies on how to, you know, improve this kind of system of care. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reich. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org.